Welcome to the Colonial Church STA podcast. The vision of Colonial Church is to build an exciting, vibrant, Bible-based church right here in the heart of St. Augustine, Florida. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this message. We're going to read out of Matthew chapter 16 tonight. Matthew chapter 16. And now this is, this is actually Jesus speaking to his disciples in this moment. We're going to start in verse 13. So it says, Now when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? And they said, Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter replied, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, Blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah. For flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. Verse 18. And I tell you, you are, I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind up on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatever you lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Then he strictly charged the disciples to tell no one that he was the Christ. Verse 21. From that time, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed. And on the third day be raised. And Peter stood, took him aside and began to rebuke him, saying, Far be it from you, Lord. This shall never happen to you. But he turned and said to Peter, get behind me, Satan. You are a hindrance to me, for you are not setting your mind on the things of God, but on the things of man. Let's pray together. Jesus, we thank you for an opportunity to read your word, and we thank you that it actually holds power. Whenever we read it, there's power and strength attached to it, Lord. And your word if we apply it to our lives, it actually changes our lives, and we thank you for that truth, Lord. And I pray right now that your Holy Spirit would move in this place so profoundly, Lord, and that it would be your words that speak tonight the loudest and not mine. And all of God's people said, amen, amen. Well, hey, if you're looking for a title as we go further into this collection of talks, um, I want to preach from the title, The Voice of God. The Voice of God. And I'm believing in the next few moments that God is actually going to remind us how eager he truly is to communicate to us in our daily life. We actually serve a God that, that wants to, to be in relationship with us, but actually a, a personal relationship, like a best friend. And I'm excited for what he's going to say tonight. But um, recently, my wife and I, we decided to go shopping on Black Friday. Did anyone get to go shopping on Black Friday recently? Was anyone not smart decided to go? And I saw you guys. But yeah, it wasn't really the best idea, could I say? But we were feeling, you know, a little ambitious, so we just we just went for it. 
and we went to town center, and that's probably the worst place to go. Um, we found that out pretty quickly. It took probably 20 to 25 minutes to find a parking spot. Literally every parking spot was full, and I was just like, this is outrageous. And I'm looking around, and there's people everywhere, flooded everywhere, which it's Black Friday, so it makes sense. But I'm looking around, and Mal goes, look, look at this family. And this, <laughs> this one family had all black shirts on, and they, they, were, they were wearing the same shirt, and it said, like, Black Friday Squad. And I'm just like, wow, people are taking it to the next level up in here. Like, this is crazy. And it's craziness. But despite all the craziness, we actually made it through, and we were able to find a couple gifts for loved ones. And uh, we went into one store, and we found some record players. that were There was a sale going on, and I was like, wow. You know, I think it'd be cool to have a record player. And we decided to get one for my dad as well. So I got to make sure my dad doesn't listen to this podcast because he knows what his Christmas gift's going to be. But um, we decided to buy a couple of record players. And when we got home, I remember that m my mother, she has a couple uh, records or vinyl. Some of you guys don't know what that is. It's okay. It's just our generation. But it came before CDs. But... My mom actually has like an amazing, she's got a small collection, but like an amazing selection. I was uh, just like looking through, it was like Elton John, we got Michael Jackson, we got the Eagles. I was like, oh my gosh, so many options. So good. What did we listen to? So we were playing it upstairs and I was so excited, opened it up, put a, put, um, a record on it, plugged it in, and I was just like, all right, babe, let's listen. We played a song and... As soon as we heard music come out of it, I was let down because the music, it wasn't sounding as good as I thought it was going to sound. You know when you like buy something, you're like, oh, this is going to be like the best thing ever. Like from an infomercial or something like on TV, you're just like, yes, this is going to be the best asset to my life. Like I'm going to use it every single day and it's going to work perfect. And I started playing the music and it just wasn't sounding as good as I thought it was going to be. It was kind of distorted. Couldn't really hear the music super well. It was kind of buzzy, too. And I just remember going, oh, my gosh. Like, why? Like, we just went through all the trouble, went up to Jacksonville, got gifts. And now the only thing I want to do is give it back and get a refund. And I got discouraged. And I think what happens sometimes in life that we're so eager to hear from God, what we hear wasn't either originally what we were expecting God to say, or maybe it's just kind of hard to hear God at the moment in the season that you're in. Maybe it's a little distorted. And with that, something gets in the way of your line of communication. And then you get frustrated and think, oh, maybe this whole thing of speaking to God and having a relationship that's personal with him isn't all that it's cracked up to be. And then you begin to wonder, oh, well, maybe I'll start listening to other voices. Maybe I'll, I'll get a refund and I'll buy something else because it's just too hard. And I feel like it's easy to creep into that mindset and that's the last thing that we need to do because his voice is actually a roadmap for our lives. And 
if anything, his voice might be distorted right now because we're not close enough to him. And I think that in life, our proximity is important. We've talked about that in the, in the exchange before. But proximity with God is so important. We have to be as close as possible to God. Because he is, he is speaking. It's just a matter of how close we are to him. Our, us leaning into him is the second part. If we lean into him, he leans into us. If we draw near, he draws near to us. Amen? So I want to speak from that topic tonight, how to hear God's voice better. And sometimes it's just a matter of getting closer. But in this passage, we see that happening before our eyes. Jesus is taking some time to teach his disciples something, but he, he asks them a question. Who do people say that the Son of Man is? Verse 18, it says, they said, some say John Baptist, others say Elijah, and others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter replied, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And then Jesus says, that thought didn't come from flesh and blood. That, come, that came from heaven. And in life, I think it's, it's easy to mix our thoughts. Because we see this happen in this passage, right? The first thought was from God. It's like, you're the son of God. You're the Christ. He says, you have answered correctly. But later on, in just a second, he spoke the wrong thought, and it wasn't from God. It was from his flesh. In verse 22, Peter took him aside after Jesus was saying that he, he would need to go and die and raise, rise again on the third day. He rebuked him, right? We read that earlier. He said, far be it from you, Lord. This shall never happen to you. So the biggest thing is that he actually rebuked Jesus. And according to Jewish tradition between disciples and disciple and a master, that was a big no-no. You do not do that. It was never okay for a disciple to correct his master. But more importantly, this thought did not come from God. And in that moment, the enemy was trying to use Simon Peter's remark as a hindrance to Jesus' ultimate mission, to die for the sins of the world. So if, you, if we aren't careful, our thoughts can get mixed up for what our God thoughts and our thoughts. But when it comes to God, he actually speaks to us in multiple ways. He's actually speaking all the time through our circumstances, through our conversations, with other people, and through our thoughts. But there are other ways that he speaks to us, too, that are even more beneficial. But some thoughts are God-given, and some are self-driven, just because we're human. So if you're taking notes, you can write that down. Some thoughts are God-given, and some are self-driven. And it's so important to know the difference in the moment. We have to have a good gauge on what are God thoughts and what are not. If it isn't good and righteous, then it isn't from God. Love for you to write that down. If, if your thought isn't good and righteous, 
that isn't from God. If, if you're bashing yourself, talking words of death over yourself, that's not from God. If you're looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, I really don't like what I see, and you're just talking down to yourself every day, that's not from God. But that's just one example. Every good and perfect thing comes from God, right? So whatever is good and righteous, that's from God. Listen to that voice the most. But I want to give us a couple handles tonight on how to better recognize God's voice, but also encourage us why we can actually hear from him in, in life. We can actually hear from him here and now. When it comes to recognizing God's voice, the first handle tonight I have is receive and take root in his word. So I said earlier, through our conversations with other people and through our thoughts, we can hear from God. But the biggest way we're going to hear from God is if we're rooted in his word. We actually open up his love letter that was written for us. He will reveal himself to us even more. Why is it important to do that? Because the Bible is the only firm foundation we can actually build our life on in life. Everything else will fade away except God's word. Psalms 119, verse 105. In the NIV, it says, your word is a lamp for my feet and a light on my path. That means the word of the Lord is guidance for our life. How encouraging is that? I'm thankful for that. But if we receive what the word of God says and allow it to take root, we will see a harvest in our life. Fruit will begin to develop. And if you receive his word and take root in it, you will grow in hearing his voice. Jesus, in, in Matthew chapter 13, Jesus tells a, a large crowd this parable of the sower. And he describes a farmer going out to sow his seed. And there are multiple places where the seed drops. It falls on the path. Some seed fall on rocky places. Some seed fall on the thorns. And then some seeds fall on good soil. In Matthew chapter 14, starting in verse 18, this is what it says. Listen then to what the parable of the sower means. When anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in their heart. This is the seed sown along the path. The seed falling on rocky ground refers to someone who hears the word and at once receives it with joy, but since they have no root, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. Verse 22, the seed falling among the thorns refers to someone who hears the word, but the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word, making it unfruitful. But the seed falling on good soil, everyone say good soil, <laughs> refers to someone who hears the word and understands that this is the one who produces a crop, yielding a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. So what is the seed? The seed is... The seed that is sown is the good news of Christ. And the soil 
in this parable is the heart of his people. The, the one who receives the word puts their trust in it and will grow. And this is, and this is the actual place where you'll see a harvest 160 or 30 times what was sown previously. And I wonder what condition your soil is in tonight. I don't know about you, but I, I want my heart to reflect that good soil because that is where we will grow in our faith and in hearing God's voice. You know, the more I read God's word, the more I the more I read God's word, the more I realize how it actually reads me. <laughs> I think it's funny, but it's true. God speaks to me through his word all the time. He, he will speak to us, but in those moments, he, he reads my mail in a way. <laughs> Has anyone had that moment where you read and you're just like, wow, okay. We're, we're going to talk about that today? All right, sweet. Okay, we're going to go there. But he knows you. He knows you better than you know yourself. But it's good. It's a good process to go through. But let's not forget that he is not unfamiliar with your condition or your circumstance. He knows where you are better than you know where you are. We can recognize his voice in this way. We receive and take root in his word, but secondly tonight, we can recognize his voice because we've received the mind of Christ. But we see in the previous passage that we can be quick to act on the wrong thoughts. Simon Peter spoke a thought that God gave him soon after, right? His second thought was from his flesh. That's why it's so important to live life in alignment with the Holy Spirit. He will guide us through life. If we are consistently asking the Holy Spirit for the mind of Christ, he will give that guidance. He will reveal righteous thoughts to your mind. But we have to pray and talk to him. And because of that, we must always be on guard when it comes to our thoughts. We don't want the wrong thoughts to come in. Paul talks about the mind of Christ in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, starting in verse 10. It says, but God has shown us these things through the Spirit. The Spirit searches out all things, even the deep secrets of God, who knows the thoughts, who knows the thoughts that another person has. Only a person's spirit that lives within him knows his thoughts. It is the same with God. No one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. Now listen to this verse 12. Now we did not receive the spirit of the world, but we received the spirit that is from God so that we can know all that God has given us. How amazing is that? And we speak about these things, not with words taught us by human wisdom, but with words taught us by the spirit. And so we explain spiritual truths to spiritual people. A person who does not have the spirit does not accept the truths that come from the spirit of God. That person thinks they are foolish and cannot understand them, but they can, because they can only be judged by the truth, to be true by the Spirit. A spiritual person is able to judge all things, but no one can judge him. As scripture says, in verse 16, who has, 
known the mind of the Lord, who has been able to teach him. But we have the mind of Christ. Now, I'm going to be honest. This truth isn't on my mind nearly enough in life. I don't always have the mind of Christ when I'm driving behind someone that's going 20 miles under the speed limit on a one-way. <laughs> or when someone cuts me off in, on the highway. It's hard to have the mind of Christ sometimes. But we need to remember to have the mind of Christ. When someone cuts me off in the highway, you know, sometimes just like, God bless you, sir. <laughs> I, just, I just go there and just start praying. Sometimes I don't know what, to, what else to do. But we need to remember the mind of Christ. And what's cool about this, in verse 12, no, verse 13, sorry. And we speak about these things. I can read both of them for you. Now, we did not receive the spirit of the world, but we received the spirit that is from God so that we can know all that God has given us. And we speak about these things not with words taught us by human wisdom, but with words taught us by the Spirit. So, beautiful thing about that is the Spirit actually helps us with this. You can have the mind of Christ because the Spirit helps us have the mind of Christ. And if you have the Holy Spirit, the moment that you accept Jesus into your heart, so we can all take on the mind of Christ in a moment. We can stop and wait and go, what would Jesus do? Or we can just stop, Lord, help me to have righteous thoughts right now. Speak to me right now. And can I can encourage you tonight in moments where you need guidance in situations that are more serious, moment where you need to hear God from God, where you're unsure on how to respond to others in a way that honors God, just re remind yourself Holy Spirit has given you the mind of Christ. Spirit of God will speak to you. Just need to remember that he will give us wisdom when we ask. Sometimes you have to pray more than once about something. Sometimes you got to talk to him more than once. I think sometimes we, especially in this world, we expect things in an instant because we can get lots of things very quickly in this world now because of social media and the internet and Wi-Fi, everything. We just want instant access. But sometimes things are worth praying and talking to God about more than once. And sometimes it won't be immediate where you see breakthrough. But stay faithful and see, keep trusting God in that. And he will speak to you. But I want to close with a challenge tonight. My challenge for you tonight is to dig into God's word and speak to him as often as possible. He speaks to us often and knows us better than we know ourselves. Read the word of God to hear a word from God. <laughs> Read the word of God to hear a word from God. But his spirit will guide us to have righteous thoughts. The spirit will guide us have the mind of Christ. You receive that word tonight? Thank you for listening to this podcast. We would love to connect with you. Join us on Sundays at church 
or visit us at www.colonialchurch.life.